Now is the chance to use reliable energy to grow your money with the Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. Our new investment product offers competitive returns, no maintenance fees, and flexible online access to your money. Make the reliable investment in reliable energy. The Dominion Energy Reliability Investment. To find out more, go online to reliabilityinvestment.com. That's reliabilityinvestment.com. The I didn't realize you liked me that way deal. Because it's one thing to receive McDonald's, but an entirely other thing to know that they woke up early to face the world and bring you McDonald's breakfast still hot in the bag. Appreciate you. There's a deal for every morning. Now grab two loaded sausage burritos for only three bucks. Prices and participation may vary. Single item at regular price. Cannot be combined with any other offer or combo meal. Why can't you just be a good boy and die? You first. Do, do I need to make the uh, testicle joke again from Beavis and Butthead? You can if you'd like. Okay, so testes one, two, three. <laughs> <laughs> There, it's recording, right. so we're good. Yeah, I, I, I feel I feel good now. Now that I got that out of the way, um, we're good. Yeah, perfect. <laughs> Welcome to a special episode of On Second Watch, where we explore the movies that Sean Bean was not cast in and answer the ultimate question: How would Sean Bean have died in the 1989 American comedy film "See No Evil, Hear No Evil"? We get to decide his role, whether it's a lead or a supporting role, a new character or some random cameo, and how he would ultimately die. And today, we are joined by my good friend from a galaxy far, far away, Archon Phoenix. And you may remember him from our special Star Wars Galaxies episode, where I nerded out about a video game I was obsessed with in my youth. So, Archon, welcome back. Thank you very much. May the Force be with you. Uh, and, and may the Force be with you always. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so, Misa, happy to be here. <laughs> let's, not, let's not go there. <laughs> uh, I'm not ready for that. But no, um, okay. <laughs> I, I, I got to ask. So this movie, see no evil, hear no evil. I completely forgot this was a thing until you brought it up as a movie for us to review for Sean Bean. Now, why why this film when we were kind of going down the rabbit hole of possible movies? <laughs> so. Well, well. First of all, when when I listen to your podcast, the majority of the time I, I hear yourself and others saying, "Well, I never saw this in the theater," and you know, so you're always kind of reminiscing of like you know having watched it you know later on and then now, and uh, so it's it's funny because like a lot of the movies that you're talking about, I'm like, well, you know what, I relate to these movies so much, and that especially like the '80s and the '90s, um, that that was my jam right there, you know, and so anything in that time frame, I pretty much saw in the theater. Uh, you know, I'm not that much older than you, but enough to where I saw uh, a lot of this in the theater. And and for some reason, this movie stuck out um, mainly because I was like thinking about your show and I was like, OK, what could we do? What could we do? And so I'm, I'm skiing through Amazon Prime and and this one just happened to be on there. And I'm like, you know what? I love that movie. So I started mm-hmm. watching it and then I was like and then it hit me like halfway through. I'm like, oh, I have the perfect idea for how Sean Bean would have died. So uh, that's where this one kind of came in. All right. Yeah. And I, this is one of the many movies of 
Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor, where they're just, it's a comedic, you know, powerhouse right there. Those two together, uh, so many great films and their, their delivery, their presence is, is missed. I, I love those guys and love so many of those, those movies from the eighties and before just where they were just, just dominating the, the screen. So uh, I'm glad that you su- uh, suggested this one because I got a chance to rewatch it and I forgot <laughs> how funny it was. There were some scenes I didn't remember. Oh, man. you know, the, the, the ice cream cone scene at the beginning, yeah. <laughs> um, Richard Pryor pretending to be Dr. Johansson. I think yeah. <laughs> like, those scenes, like as soon as I saw them, Oh my God, I remember this. And there's, there's so much more to it that uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad I got a chance to rewatch this film. Yeah. You know, I, I mean, it's an amazing movie. And like you were saying, the, uh, the actors themselves, um, you know, I, I grew up on a lot of the Gene Wilder movies, you know, like, you know, Willy Wonka, of course, I mean, who hasn't seen that? Yeah. Um, and then, you know, I mean, I saw women, women in red in the theater as a, as a young, young kid, I probably shouldn't have seen that, but uh, <laughs> you know, um, I've, I've seen a lot of things and, and I just, I, I really, you know, grew up watching these kind of actors, you know, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. Um, I, I, you know, I, I love the fact that they could make, you know, a racially different movie as well, but yet make it so good. You know, like you right. don't even look at the the race aspect to it, and then on top of it, this movie was to me over the top because not only were they was it was it you know race, but it was also disability on top of that. Yes, you know, and and they were able to make fun of it, and audiences were audiences were able to laugh at it, not not laughing at the disability or the the race, but they were able to just laugh at the fact that it's just funny and they're having fun with it. So I definitely miss movies like this. Right. In the situations that they get themselves in, you know, it's not, (laughs) like you said, they're, they're not making fun of the disability, but just the situations they might get themselves in when, for one, trying to be independent in this world, that's not built to allow them to be independent. Like, I think there's been a lot of improvements lately Mm -hmm. uh, to um, cater to people of all abilities, but uh, you definitely see it from the beginning, just them trying to make it in this world that wouldn't give them a chance and hilarity ensues. Yeah. <laughs> well, and that's, yeah, that's the whole point because neither one of them saw or heard the whole uh, murder incident that, you know, not even the police were believing them because it was just right. so outlandish having to hear the, 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 they had to piece the story together from two people, you know? <laughs> yeah. So uh, having said that, if you want me to transition into where I think Sean Bean would have died. Uh, oh, I, I, take I, it away. I will ramble into that. So <laughs> let's uh, let's go with you first. Yeah. So I, I, I'm thinking, honestly, that this could be real. There could be another version of this movie out there called See No Evil, Hear No Evil, Speak No Evil. So I have a feeling there could have been a third character in this movie that they wrote out or something at some point that would have been part of the movie the entire time. But because they couldn't speak, that was their disability, if you will. And they could never uh, speak directly to Richard Pryor. They could only touch him and grab his hand, for example, because he was blind. But where the also the hilariousness comes in is because Gene Wilder's character was, was, was deaf, so he could never hear anything of him trying to bang on pots or something to try to get its attention. But yet, for whatever reason, Gene Wilder's always looking the wrong direction and never sees him. <laughs> So that's where, that's where it starts is like right in that beginning scene where, uh, you know, Gene Wilder walks, walks in front of, uh, um, uh, Richard Pryor, you know, and they, Richard Pryor starts cussing him out and Gene Wilder doesn't know anything. 
he doesn't hear it you know mm-hmm. you could just imagine he he shows up right about that time uh you know and is, and is trying to like calm the tension between the two but neither of them know that this guy's trying to do anything so he's like <laughs> always in the background trying to help them because he can hear and see he just can't speak what's going on so uh so you know starting with that you know you could imagine mm-hmm. you know he could be literally in every scene that this is how i'm i'm visioning it anyway and he saw the murder the whole time. He saw it, you know, he, he, he heard it. He saw it. He knows everything, but he can't tell anybody. <laughs> <laughs> so he's even in the, in the, uh, you know, when they're getting interrogated, he's in there as well, but you know, he can't tell anybody and you know, maybe he can do sign language, but nobody there does sign language. So he's kind of stuck. And again, maybe they put him into a, a different interrogation cell, you know, separate mm-hmm. from the other two to try to, you know, get information from him. But, they just thought he was maybe refusing to speak. So they just kind of locked him up separately. <laughs> anyway. He keeps gesturing for like a pen and a paper, but they think he's doing some kind of obscene gesture. So they <laughs> just handcuff him. Exactly. Exactly. That, that's that, that, that is when you start becoming like a, uh, you know, a ruffian with the police, if you will, then, you know, they're, they're going to, they're going to treat you a little differently at that point. So a little bit. Yep. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Now, of course, it goes along, you know, he, 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 he's, he's in all the famous scenes at this point, you know, he, he's going through, he's trying to help guide them. Uh, he even happens to be like, uh, you know, in, in the shower scene with Joan Severance. I, I love that actress, but anyway, oh, I, won't, I won't talk too much about that here because my wife might be listening. Um, <laughs> but, you know, he, maybe he was in the shower scene. Maybe he might have, you know, you know, had, had a little bit too much fun in there with her, but again, he couldn't speak. She didn't know he was there. Gene Wilder didn't see him. You know, Gene Wilder never sees him because he's always around the corner or just behind him. And, um, anyway, so we kind of fast forward, you know, he, he's kind of involved in a lot of these scenes. He's trying to help them out. You can imagine like, okay, Richard Pryor is stuck. So, so Sean Bean grabs his hand and tries to, you know, kind of walk him through the place. Richard Pryor thinks it's Gene Wilder the whole time because he doesn't know. And then, of course, you know, by the time he gets Richard Pryor there, you know, Richard grabs Gene Wilder and Gene just back to, oh, hey, it's just us two. So he's always in the background, never really being seen, unfortunately. But that's part of the comedy of it. Right. Now, let's fast forward to the end. They're getting into that gunfight with uh, Kevin Spacey. Mm -hmm. So here's how Sean Bean dies. Kevin Spacey it starts it, 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 no is the only one that sees this guy, uh, uh, Sean Bean, and goes after him. And so they start getting into a fist fight. And as Sean Bean is like he he kind of overpowers him for for a moment there. And Sean Bean is like trying to uh, do a chokehold on him, but instead of doing a choke, he decides to squeeze that big cyst on his cheek. <laughs> and as he does that, <laughs> it pops and it shoots him in the face and it kills him. So that's how Sean Bean dies. Oh my god! I bet you were not expecting that twist at the end there. Not that deep, no. Yeah. Um, <laughs> god, that cyst. So anyone that doesn't doesn't know, Kevin Spacey had this giant growth on his face, and I don't know if I didn't look at Spacey's, you know, film history to see at, at what point he had this and what point did he get it removed. Um, but it's very noticeable in this film, and I too <laughs> have a moment referencing kevin spacey's giant cyst and <laughs> i felt kind of bad about it but now i don't since you brought it up first but it's also because it's kevin spacey i also don't feel bad but oh no anything goes right uh so <laughs> my my thought similar to this this cyst is that it's 
it's not a cyst. It's Sean Bean playing the role of a lifetime as the unforgettable cyst growing on Kevin Spacey's cheek. Oh, nice. It's very meta. Um, and he ends up getting shot like straight through the cyst, kills Spacey, kills Sean Bean. <laughs> so that, that was um, a fever dream at three o'clock in the morning. It's, uh, <laughs> I, I had a, I had a feeling our our, our stories were kind of probably merge on that cyst because you know that was something <laughs> we, we had talked about before and was like wait a minute where, where where did that come from and then of course you're like you know in, in the newer movies he's been in it's not there you know so right we we looked at I, trivia and it just said you know sometime between this year and this year he had it removed but I, I thought it was interesting yeah. that they 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 um um. Not not hired, but you know they uh, casted the better yet they casted him for that role with, with having assist. So I thought that was kind of interesting that like you know that didn't hold people back from being you know on on screen, which is actually a good thing. Um, but it was just interesting to to see that then and now kind of a comparison. Yeah, I think maybe it gave him just that that look even more seedy and underworldly, just kind of having that you know, growing on the side of the sea. I'm sure I'm surprised there was no reference to it in the entire yeah. film. They just kind of just, <laughs> everybody's just ignoring it, but yeah, there may be like a know. deleted scene, but you know, I, you know, it's a good thing. Like Austin powers wasn't there. Cause he'd be like, <laughs> yeah. moly, 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 you know, <laughs> uh, exactly. I, I'm sure Richard Pryor had some things to say off camera. Oh, I, I bet there's so much like deleted scenes and outtakes, but all that footage is probably gone at this point, unfortunately. But yeah. uh, I, I would love to see it if there was. Absolutely. That's so that was a really deep first one. I don't yeah. know. <laughs> you got to yeah. play this whole thing. Yeah, I'm, I'm probably not going to be able to top that one just because there, there, there was so much setup involved in that one. Um, yeah. So if, if, if he was supposed to be in it, you know, uh, or or die in the movie ever again. I could just see him just as being some kind of a you know extra or bystander in the background that like you know when when the when the two are doing some kind of comedy routine where they're trying to help each other out and like they're they're holding like a piece of lumber and you can imagine them spinning around and one guy not being able to duck because he doesn't see it or something like that. Like I could yeah. see that kind of like hitting Sean Bean and knocking him over the cliff or something, you know, and then then that's how he dies in the movie. Absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> Love the setup. Love the fact that there is the uh, speak no evil. And I, I want to see this movie now. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it's it, 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 it's really the, it's what comes to mind when you see hear no evil, you know, see no evil. The, the missing part is speak no evil. You know, it needs that. Yeah, it does. Yeah. And Sean Bean's perfect for it. <laughs> the, the, oh, I was going to say the only other place where he could have died is again, back in that Joan Severance scene in the, uh, in the shower, like, you know, Joan Severance comes out and he just had a heart attack right there. You know? <laughs> there, there, there would be that. Yeah. Right. Yeah. Most people would. <laughs> Some people Gene Wilder had other reactions, but, uh, that, one that was, <laughs> and, and, and that was probably one of the most, I don't know why it would be so memorable, but, um, the fact that Gene Wilder's character, you know, he, he had his like finger gun in his pocket, um, at that point in the movie. And then he takes his finger, he takes his hand out, but it still looks like he has a finger gun in his pants. <laughs> oh my gosh. I remember as, as a kid, I'm like, what just happened? You know? <laughs> right. It's just funny. And then he, Gene oh. Wilder just kind of just plays it off. Like no big deal. Yeah. Just, just calmly just kind of walks out. <laughs> Meanwhile, Sean Bean is over there dead, you know? Yeah. And, uh, yeah. <laughs> Uh, so I had uh, a couple other ones that I just really quickly just 
wrote down as I was watching this. So the first time was there's a moment where you have kind of the, the blind leading the blind where, you know, Richard Pryor's character is like, I can walk across the street. No big deal. And he, <laughs> and someone asked him another blind man's on the street and asked for some help. And he's like, uh, okay. And so there's two blind guys helping each other walk across the street and they ended up walking inside of a truck and it lifts them up and takes them away. And it kind of cuts and moves and goes away. So my thought was that Sean Bean could have been that other blind character, but instead of walking onto a truck, he ends up walking him straight into traffic <laughs> and, you know, leaves Sean Bean there. And Sean Bean says, thank you so much for your help. And then just walks right into a car. <laughs> um, another one similar to, you know, right around the same time of the movie is during that whole escape from jail where of course, of all people, Richard Pryor is driving the car. <laughs> can't see. And you got Gene Wilder trying to, you know, tell him where to go. Of course, Sean Bean's going to be crossing the street and get hit by this car just rampaging through by a blind man. Uh, there's there's I'm surprised there were no injuries in that entire scene. It was just chaos. Oh, for sure. Well, it, I mean, you know, they would probably have to make two versions of the movie then, by the way, because, you know, one that's, you know, super violent and one that's not as violent. And, uh, yeah. you know, I, it, what comes to mind is like a RoboCop. I don't know if you've yeah. ever seen that on TV. But <laughs> right. if you watch RoboCop in the in the theater or the or the original one, director's cut, whatever they have now, you know, and that uh, that you know they're they're doing that car chase at the end of the movie, and uh, that one guy kind of comes out of that vat of acid or whatever mm-hmm. it is, he's just dripping with ooze, and and uh, uh, you know the guy runs plows right into him, and he, he like explodes over the car. Yeah, but if you watch it on TV, same scene, same everything, the car actually literally avoids hitting him and keeps going oh wow and and you never see what happens to the guy after that so you're like wait a minute what just happened <laughs> <laughs> it's really it's really odd so uh you know they they you know sometimes they, they'll shoot two scenes for uh certain parts of a movie because they know that okay what may work or how far can mm-hmm. we push this uh so they do uh they do film those kind of things so it, they could have totally done that with this movie for sure it's, they you know hey maybe he died multiple times in this movie of all things you know yeah and they maybe they tried all these different scenes of like okay uh you know he he's blind so he walks the blind and he gets hit by the bus and you know um they know no they know no different because they never saw it right <laughs> yeah <laughs> uh for sure I could, I could totally see them uh, uh that being in the movie or part of the movie in that respect yeah. And you know, speaking of RoboCop, I forgot how gory that movie is. I'm really oh, yeah. surprised it got away with what they did. Uh, cause I watched it not too long ago on, you know, not on cable, just, you know, straight up. And I was like, this is, this is intense. Mm-hmm. Shotguns blown off body parts and just blood. It's just insane. Yeah. Paul Verhoeven, he has a, um, he has a fetish with, with violence. That yes. is for sure. <laughs> you know, and uh, the director's cut, I mean, is, is takes it even further. Cause like the whole part where Murphy gets shot up, you know, yeah. it's like 10 seconds longer. Yeah. Right. And, and you see like, yeah, I, I won't, I won't get descriptive on here. Cause you know, go watch mm-hmm. it if you really want to see it. But uh, uh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. The, <laughs> the, uh, the cable TV version of RoboCop is probably 45 minutes shorter. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, and have you heard of this uh, um, uh, th- this service you can subscribe for that will like take out bad scenes or um, it'll like uh, skip the nude scenes or it'll replace dialogue for you? Have you heard of that as, service? As a parent, yes, I am. Okay. I'm aware of this service because I, <laughs> I I came across. It, I'm like, well, this is actually you know not not too bad. 
Yeah, I, and, and so I, I it was like on, it was like on a Facebook ad at one point. So I commented on it, and I'm like, I'm like, so what's the runtime for uh, movies like Blazing Saddles? <laughs> Cause, cause 42 I, I, seconds. Yeah, I, I was like, I have a feeling it's gonna be like a minute. So yeah, 42 seconds about that for sure. <laughs> Probably using a handcart and a cutscene to the. Uh, I don't know. Uh, the beans, uh, maybe because they probably cut out the beans at the campfire too. Oh it's gosh, the whole campfire. <laughs> I don't know. And, and, and so, like, I, and what's interesting, I was reading uh, about this movie. Um, you know, uh, our, our beloved. I always forget. Is it hear no evil, see no evil, or is it see no evil, hear no evil? I always forget. But I always uh, get it wrong too. But it's see yeah. no evil, hear no evil. Oh, thank you for the clarification. <laughs> so <laughs> you can sleep I, better. <laughs> yeah. Um, I, and, and so I'm thinking along those lines now, it's like, okay, you know, there was a, I was reading that, you know, some of the dialogue, of course, had to be edited for TV, because, uh, you know, Richard Pryor um, <laughs> is oh, Richard yeah. Pryor, which I love. I I, mm-hmm. oh, man, I love his comedy. Um, but yeah, they had to like replace, you know, certain words, like when he, like you talked about the ice cream cone on the head. Uh, you know, I won't repeat the word that he said in the movie, but I, I for the TV version, he says pasta. <laughs> <laughs> and I just, I just, I just, I just laugh at that. Like whenever trying to, like whenever they try to censor a movie, they just make it worse. You know, they do. Yeah. Uh, I think my go-to for that is always like Die Hard. Um, I think he says Yippee Ki Mister Allen, or something. Oh. <laughs> like it's what do you? It's just whatever. But uh, I, I would yeah. rather they just mute it. Just say Yippee Ki Mister. Yeah. Just yeah. Just bleep it. Have some. You know, it's it gets weird. Yeah. Yeah, let our imagination fill in the words. You don't have to tell us. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so I oh. have I have one more. Do you have another? Well, I was just gonna I was just gonna throw in there. I, I forgot to mention that Sean Bean would also be a love interest of um, uh, of the one character, um, the sister that was there. Uh, oh, Pryor's sister. Yeah, Richard. Or... Think Richard Pryor's sister. He he would actually she would be the only one to really know of him and and be sad for him. But again. No one else really knew. She keeps telling them that there's another guy there. It's like, what are you talking about? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's just the two of us. Yeah. So I don't have any other like crazy wild ideas of, you know, how Sean Bean would have died in this other than, you know, I mean, it's the, it's the obvious choices at this point yeah. of, you know, he gets killed because, you know, of a, of a blind man or gets killed because this guy couldn't hear him to, to help save him, you know, uh, you know, just, falling over somewhere in front of a car over a cliff, you know, all mm-hmm. those kind of good things. You know, the other thing of course could be like, you know, going back to the, uh, the Kevin Spacey cyst, you know, there, there's just no way getting around that. It, once you see it, you can't unsee <laughs> it, you know? And so yeah. it's just like, everything just draws you to that. And so, you know, you could just imagine just again, Sean Bean being, um, maybe he'd be like another bad guy, you know, that that's part of it. But mm-hmm. uh, maybe Sean Bean has two cysts on his face, you know? <laughs> And so then they, you know, somehow they get into a fight themselves and yeah. Anyway, I'm I'm not going to get into gross (laughs) details, but well, and so, you know, what's funny. I've been getting, I've been getting a kick out of this lately of watching, um, popping videos on, on Reddit. Oh, geez. So, so I I don't know what it is. I I can't get enough zip popping videos right now, but yeah, maybe, maybe that's what happened. Maybe I started (laughs) watching this movie thinking about Kevin Spacey's cyst and was like, Hey, let, let's watch some some videos of that. <laughs> uh, I'm, I'm, see, the, I'm going to some some crazy areas now, but the things that become popular, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so here, so here's my last one, and in, you know, in, in good faith of trying to create a story and a character with some 
depth. This is what I got for Sean Bean. So, okay. In this movie, Sean Bean is down on his luck. He was a compulsive gambler and lost everything and became homeless, similar to Richard Pryor's character constantly gambling. So he's trying to find some items in a dumpster behind a fancy store and just so he could turn it around and sell it at a pawn shop or something just to get another couple bucks to go hit the track or something. So while he's in this dumpster looking, he accidentally gets picked up by a garbage truck and dumped into the truck and knocked unconscious pretty hard. So he's out for some time. When he finally comes to, he sees that he's adrift on this garbage barge on its way to a dump. So he's like frantic. He starts climbing the top of this garbage mound to see if he can hail the barge's tugboat captain or even the police or just somebody get someone's attention. Suddenly he hears a crash and he looks up and sees this police car flying out of a building right towards him, crushes him to death in a mountain of trash. And this, this cop car that crushed him was obviously driven by Pryor and Gene Wilder. You see them, uh, they, they crash this building window in their escape and they're just, they just start floating away on this, this uh, barge. And my, my thought was, okay, Sean Bean had to have been on that barge, had to have been on the top of that giant garbage pile and gets crushed to death by a flying police car is the only way I could make it make any sense. <laughs> Bravo! Yes, yes. <laughs> I mean, it, 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 yeah. There, there's so many opportunities to where I mean, you, you could you could make them die at really any point of the of this movie, you know, because of their antics. They could just, mm-hmm. you know, the, the opening scene he could have died, uh, the chase scene could have died, you know, yep. Joan Severance could have died, you know, the, the the cyst, the guns, you know, <laughs> the dogs. I mean, just oh, that's right, the dogs. Yep. Maybe he too got ice cream cone on his head, but he's lactose intolerant and he killed him. I don't know. Oh, that would, that would, oh, that would be so bad. Oh, (laughs) he's allergic to, uh, to, uh, ice cream or I don't know, uh, milk or something. So yeah. yeah. Or waffle cone. I don't know. Who knows? Yeah. But, uh, yeah, there's just, there's a lot of opportunities and for anyone that hasn't seen this movie or hasn't seen it in a long time, go check it out. I mean, it's, it's it's a classic 89s comedy with some of the brilliant minds of of comedy behind, you know, Gene Wilder and Richard Pryor. It's just it's you know them, you're going to get what you're expecting to get out of them, but it's it's still funny today. So I yep. strongly recommend everyone go check it out. Definitely. Definitely. <laughs> well, my friend Archon Phoenix, thank you so much for joining. Really appreciate it. Uh love getting a chance to talk to you and hey, if we get the can uh opportunity to throw some shade at kevin spacey i'll take it <laughs> well well if we really want to throw some shade at him we need to talk about superman returns all right yeah so, yeah, yeah see see <laughs> rate your lex luthers yeah <laughs> well, awesome well, well thank you for having me i'm it's, it's much appreciated uh hopefully i can do uh uh some more uh uh these types of uh, Sean Bean videos. I'll have to come up with some more ideas. Um, I'm trying to think of like what other movies we can uh, we could come up with. I know I sent you like a list of different ones, but this is the one that to me stood out, and I know it got your attention too. So, um, we'll, we'll, we shall see. Absolutely, there's there's yeah. plenty of opportunities to kill Sean Bean, and I'll I'll take every chance we get. So. Yeah. So thanks, everyone, for listening. Definitely check out our uh, website, oswpodcast.com. See all our episodes about how we kill Sean Bean and all the movies that we've reviewed, uh, including the one that's coming out or has actually come out already, The Sand. I Like I said, do not watch this movie. It's straight garbage. 
but listen to the review because we at least have some fun with it. So that's my pitch. Don't watch it. It's like the ring. Just don't watch. Don't watch the film. It'll kill you. <laughs> so well, all right, about man. sand. I know. I know. Uh, Anakin Skywalker wouldn't like it either. So oh, you know. no, he would not. No. Well, maybe sure. he. Maybe he takes sand over this movie. Yeah. <laughs> you, you see how we had to throw some Star Wars in at the very end there. Always. Yes. Always. And uh, <laughs> surprising nobody. If I had my video on, I'd be wearing. I have a Star Wars shirt on, but that's. That's my that's my podcast go to. It's always got to be a different Star Wars shirt. So. Yep. <laughs> All right, man. Thanks so much. We'll uh, we'll catch you later. Sounds good. Take yeah. care, Tim. <laughs>